and I got these plans. I'ma be goddamn, I don't see these two, you don't understand. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Night Nut Pod. I'm Maggie. I'm Zach. And we're your hosts. And we are your hosts here tonight. Glad In to be 2024. back. First, yeah, first nut pod of the 2024 year. Yeah. Um, everyone's fully reset yeah. after many moons. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, yeah, you know what the holidays. The holidays crazy, and everything. Crazy schedules. <laughs> but yeah, we're back. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Um, and we did have an eventful holiday. Um, both of us went home for a while, kicked it. Maggie was came right back. Basically, I was there for a day, but yeah. But yeah, we're gonna be starting a new segment every episode of the podcast now, where we go over our favorite song of the week, favorite movie of the week, and then like just like a moment, a viral moment in pop culture yeah. at the time. So, let's start it off, you know? Yeah, start let's start it off. It off. Um, <laughs> my song of the week is... it's it. I will say, this is going to get tough for me because a lot of the time I only listen to my music. Like, but... But don't you like other music? Yeah. It's just like, I don't listen to it anymore. I used to. Now I like only listen. If I have a second, I feel like I'm like obligated to listen to it you know to listen to my music anyways i love that song first time by hosier oh yeah i listen to that like right now if i just go put on some music right now that's what i would bump that's an amazing song yeah i love that song dude because it's such a full circle song and like I don't know what you think about it. Sometimes we differ on the meaning of the Hosier songs. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it either. But Cherry (laughs) I we agree on that now. We agree on... You changed your opinion to my educated assumption. Yeah. Which is that it's about a relationship where the girl is abusive towards him. Towards him, Emotionally and physically. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But very much verbally. Yeah. And physically. Yeah. All right. Anyways. And we know in the song that it's also partly a metaphor about the physical stuff. Yeah. We know. Okay. Anyway. Um, Back to first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. First time, I feel like, is about um, how certain romances in your life. I think that's what a lot of Hosier songs are about, is like what this love did to him. And that's what I like about the first time is like, in the beginning, he's like, the first time, you know, the first the time first you time did you this. Me baby. Yeah, like I really, like I didn't like myself before that, and then like after you, like I was like more fond of myself, and then like when we were together, like you calling me baby, like helped me stay alive. Like I don't know if I could have pictured my life without you, but. It's like the last time you called me baby, I also came alive in a different way. Yeah. You know? And like... Being freed? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the full cycle of like yeah. the of like meeting someone and like loving them and then like breaking up with them. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Because there's definitely the... 
the beginning of it, the two different verses of like the first time and the last time are very like apparent and it's easy to relate when you've been full circle. Yeah, exactly. Because it's weird when you listen to songs like based on different parts you're at, you hear them and the meaning like completely differently sometimes. Yeah. And like I always think it's weird when I'm listening to a song that I used to listen to a lot and I'm like, oh my God, that's what that line means. Like I feel that now. Before I thought it was kind of like this general feeling. But now... Oh, that does happen to me, actually. Yeah, but now I'm like, oh, they wrote this about this exact feeling. But, like, maybe they didn't. But that's how you interpret at the time. And, like, that's what's so crazy about music. Yeah. That you listen to it and you're like, they understand exactly what I'm feeling. It's like, maybe you're just interpreting it. But either way, you're having this experience. Like, For real. <laughs> no, music. that's... Exactly. But I do think that's what else is cool about Hosier, like his writing, is he's, like, I don't know, I think in love songs a lot of people are like, because this love is one in a million and like we'll never give up on it ever. But Hosier is like, <laughs> he's like, he's always like, it was real as fuck, but like, <laughs> didn't last. Yeah. And like, he's like, that's cool. Like, I, you know what I mean? I yeah. feel like a lot of, like, you know. Just all the stories in pop culture are like, and then they live together forever and ever. Yeah, like the notebook is kind of uh, talk, like their relationship is kind of toxic. But. You think? Yeah, I mean, she kind of like, they had a relationship that was very like fiery and argumentative and like whatever. And then she cheated on her husband. <laughs> with him and then and then like the the even the cheating didn't go that well they got into a huge screaming fight in the front yard like if that really happened you'd be like why are we back to fighting like i knew it wasn't meant to be yeah <laughs> but i mean in the notebook it's like romanticized and you're rooting for them but sometimes yeah it's true you gotta choose the husband just peace <laughs> just i mean he was great yeah, he's a cool guy. There's nothing wrong with him. Rich. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's fair. But well, what's your uh, song of the week? Probably the song I've been really listening to a lot is Maine by Noah Khan. And I really like Noah Khan, and also I just went to Maine. And so I was listening to it on the way there the whole time I was there, and then like coming back, and it was just like, it was just a vibe. That's tight. And yeah, it's yeah. also about a breakup, as most songs are, <laughs> about, like, love yeah. and not love. <laughs> but, yeah. That's true. He's just a really good writer. He has, like... Yeah, he is a good writer. I've been really appreciating people who are, like, strong writers in music lately. Yeah, me too. And he's up there. Yeah, for sure. With Taylor. He's not, he's not with Taylor, but... He's, Dude, Taylor, he's let it be known. I do think Taylor Swift is a great songwriter. Like, yeah. I'll never really like talk sweet on Taylor Swift's songwriting ability. Dude, she is a great songwriter. Yeah. Like, uh, you can't take that away from her. Take whatever else. Like the dancing, I see it. Yeah, I get the hate. It's cringe. It's fine. Yeah, but like, nah, Shorty was really got bars. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so shout out Taylor Swift, dude. Yeah. And the fact, and she's so consistent, dude. She's had a great career, like, and it's only, you know. She can do whatever she wants now in music, and that's kind of what she started to do because she, when she did folklore, it was kind of like, oh, now I can kind of make. I mean, her albums are all like cohesive themes and like pieces, like yeah. eras. That's why. That's why everyone's always like, "What era are you in?" Because they're so like each project is like a different era of life. But then she wrote like folklore, and it was just like, and I'm just gonna tell stories. <laughs> like that's literally what folklore is. Yeah. So she's like good enough to where she can just do whatever the fuck she wants. I mean, yeah. She's recording. She's been recording all of her music. But anyway. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Movie. That's a good one. Yeah, what's your movie of the week? Well, my movie of the week is... Movie of the week. Movie of... <laughs> movie of the week. Let's movie of the week. week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but probably Poor Things still, because I just really got to give it a shout out. Poor Things was like movie of the year for me. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it still. It was amazing. But yeah, you said it was really good. Emma Stone was incredible and like the plot of the movie was like really interesting and like i had no idea what it was it's kind of like a frankenstein yeah. story yeah basically but it's just about this girl but it's really about like women and the way that they like pulled like real experiences but then also keeping it with like just the theme was just like really uh sneaky it was one of those where you didn't realize what it was about until like the end kind of like there's the last frame i was just like it's like something in her facial expression where you're like wow that's what it's about. <laughs> like that's what it's about and it just like all clicks like you're you're conscious of it but it's not like in barbie where they started saying the theme where instead of like making that moment where you get it i don't like it in movies when they say it it's like okay we would have gotten there but you just fed it to us yeah i know like it's okay but poor things just was really good and also really funny strong cast yeah i want to watch that uh yeah especially after i mean we were earlier me and maggie were watching the round table with all the actresses from like good movies this year yeah. and they like honestly watching emma talk about it was pretty intriguing like i was like huh yeah but dude special also shout out to that uh korean girl who was who was on oh, there yeah greta greta's on there yeah dude because that that her story really made me want to watch it like how she was trying to i guess their movie was like Dude, this is a huge tangent. I'm sorry. No. But like, uh, she was going, it was like a span of 12 years, the whole movie was. And yeah. like throughout the 12 years, she was like moving to America and stuff. And she had, she was like adjusting her accent, like her Korean and her American yeah. based on that. And that, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's like what makes actors so fucking amazing to me, yeah. you know? My acting teacher in college used to say this quote, and it's like, I'll never forget it. Like, it stuck with me so much. He said, I'm not teaching people how to act. I'm teaching actors how to be people, which is so much of, like, what acting is. You have to find this character and, like, be them. Mm -hmm. Like, 
And he would do this. He was a really good acting teacher. He would take us through like a scene. We had to act out a scene. And he would be like, just read the scene and figure out like the um, <laughs> like the arc of the conversation. And then figure out how your character feels in this scene. And then he'd be like, okay, now freestyle the scene. Like, don't say the words, but just like have the conversation. So it would teach people to be like, to really be arguing that side and like really be feeling that way about it. And then you'd learn the lines after and it would be like, all of a sudden, like, it was like a weird experience where you'd be like, whoa, I'm in it. Yeah. Like, I'm living this. Yeah, that's amazing, so actually. That, that's yeah, so that cool. class like changed my perspective on act- actors so much because it's like what they really are like. Artists. Yeah, they're artists and they really are getting fully immersed. Yeah. Like when they're in the scene and you like see a performance and it's like, wow, that was crazy. It's because they're going through those emotions like in real life. Yeah, like they're actually. Yeah. And then after the scene, it, like it makes sense why after scenes, sometimes people are like distraught, like it bleeds into their life because they're not just saying the lines. Yeah. They're taking themselves to those emotions. Like that's exhausting. Yeah. I just, I have a lot of respect for actors. Me too. And, you know, one thing I was thinking about when I was watching the Golden Globes Mm -hmm. the other night, actually, or that was it, right? That's what it was. Yeah, that was the Golden Globes. I'm like, dude, I'm going to look so stupid if that's not. No, it is. But um, I don't know. Somebody said something while they were accepting an award. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about how, honestly, this is just the, the artist in me, but like, it's very similar to writing a song the way I do it, where like I get a, I hear a beat and I'm like inspired by it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. I kind of think like this might have been your vision almost, mm-hmm. you know? Or just like, it's like completing a project, yeah. you know? That's really interesting. Yeah, I was thinking of it like, like that. Like I'm like, yeah, like they just gotta get these parameters to work in, kind of. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, I'm gonna. Obviously, they have to make it their own too, but like, yeah, they they have no choice in doing that, and that's why I think that's why I think I write such diverse music, you know, above yeah. anything is because I'm like, oh, this song should sound like this. I I listen to a lot of shit, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's a good song. Like even like heavy metal and shit. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I see the appeal, you know, I really do, and like. Yeah. Like mumble rap and shit. I love that shit. I love so much like just street shit that I'm like, oh no, I get the appeal. Like I understand why he made that song like that. Like because it it makes you feel that way, you know? Yeah. Oh, what do you think about EDM? Yeah, EDM is cool. Um let's not get into it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I feel like it's just such a different category of music because I'm like, I don't really like EDM, but like I've listened to EDM songs with my friends and had the best time and like elicited good memories with those songs and like headbanging and shit like that. So like I get it, but I feel like it's in a different category of music. Mm. Than like the reason why I like other types of music. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, I would argue no because music every time is an emotion. It like makes you 
feel. That was the thing. I don't know. The first like instrumentals that I liked like that was Flostradamus and shit like that. Uh, I don't know. It's it's much more like cool samples that are like chopped up, but they're like real instruments, you know? Yeah. And that's what I really like. I feel like it makes you feel emotional even even if it's just like yeah because that's even if it's like just rage or like or like uh i don't know just getting energy out like that's an emotion you know that's true they're like we don't have a word for but like it is very i i think it's definitely um so like just a feeling but dude you know i used to go to those shows all the time I don't know if you remember that. I used to go really? to those shows a lot when I was a kid. And honestly, me and my friends would take hella acid. That's what people do. Yeah, and like, you just get lost in it. Like, and that, yeah, that's the thing is like, the whole time it's just like the constant, like, doom, doom, Sometimes it switches up and it's like, doom, Oh, like, it's lit. But it's still the same thing, you know, like, yeah, it's always just the one, two, one, two. Like, there, I think it's, like, not a lot of variation. That's why I would personally, like, get lost in those shows. And, like, I had a lot of, like, not great times there. Oh. Because I was just, like, on drugs. And I was like, dude, I want to go do something else. <laughs> like, I remember, I, I, this is one thing I really remember. is like, getting in the car after and, like, someone playing rap. And I'm like... <gasps> Like, I feel like I was like breathing again. Yeah, like I'm like, oh my god, dude, turn that up. Yeah. Holy shit! And they're like, dude, we've been listening to music all night. And I'm like, yeah, but fucking not, not this. this. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but uh, EDM is cool. I have respect for people who like make it and stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's tight. And like the people who, uh, I know to like DJ and stuff. I used to do that too. I, my Patrick Wood used to have a fucking like table that like you can mix on yeah and so like you can like see them the thing will sync it up for you and They'll, i like, don't sync understand up. what djs do to be honest so there's like two tracks playing yeah like at the same time and they like they have like similar bpm or maybe even the same bpm or sometimes i think the track thing like syncs up the bpm uh-huh. so it's like all the same and then like they're just controlling the volume that's what happens a lot, I think, is, like, they, like, just, like, like switch. Like, you a stick shift? No, so the, I mean, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, like, they, like, feel the, like, like, when it's about to, like, do, do, like, I've seen them do that. Like, do, like, do, 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 You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so, so they're, they're just like... That looked crazy. <laughs> yeah, during that moment, I was, I was thinking about it out of context. <laughs> yes, I am. It's like you, and then me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah. They're like, tune into the numpod. <laughs> it's like, burn. <laughs> you like to watch dudes make sound. Like, but, yeah, so anyway... Yeah, anyways, EDM, EDM cool. is, uh, yeah, EDM's cool. Cool. But yeah, I, I think time and place. 
above anything. Yeah. Dude, one time I remember though, when Hunter showed me Flostradamus, God's Whisper, I was like, Whoa. but that has words a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like just, but when they chop it up, I was like, what the hell? But I think that a lot of those music goes hand in hand with drugs. Like, I don't know how you can really, really, like when you are on drugs, you can feel that shit, you know? Yeah. But like, you can feel every song when you're on drugs, bro. You can feel everything better on acid, I feel like. But anyways. What's your movie of the week? My movie of the week is, drumroll please, Book of Clarence. Woo! Because me and Maggie got to see the preview. <laughs> well, early early screening. Early screening. We saw the whole movie. Yeah, we saw the whole movie. We, me and Maggie went to the movie, paid $5. And oh, mine was free because I have a list, by the way. Yeah, Maggie has a list, but <laughs> I got to pay five dollars for a free for a screening of a movie that's about to come out. But we didn't know what movie it was. Yeah, it's we surprise. just pulled up, and then we were just like sitting there, and like I I had no expectations. Maggie was like, "Do you want to go see a movie? I don't know which movie." And I thought I they like, might sure. have been showing Mean Girls. <laughs> mm. But I was glad that it wasn't Mean Girls. Yeah, dude, and then when we were walking up, Maggie was like, dude, I hope it's not that scary movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, same, I was same, scared dude. it was going to be Night Swim. Yeah, Night Swim. I was like, god damn, that would suck, actually. <laughs> like, I was like, I'd be, I'd be kind of pissed. Like, yeah. I might leave. <laughs> if we had to watch a horror movie. Yeah, like, then, I might go sneak into another movie. Yeah. But, and yeah. The screen came on, and it was like, Lakeith. Oh, we're not going to tell you the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's just like the book of Clarence. Yeah, and the audience was like, woo! Which was just kind of a cool feeling. Like, I really love the camaraderie of movie theaters, and especially in LA. Me and my coworkers were talking about this because we feel like in LA, this was like one of my coworkers, not the whole. Anyway, in LA, there's like a different appreciation for like the movies because everyone else just thinks of the movies. Like, you go to the movies, oh, this is in Hollywood. But in LA, there's this feeling of like, this is what we do. Yeah. Like, this is the art of our city. Like, it's just such a different, like, vibe. And that's why I like going to the Grove, too, because they have the costumes out there. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a, it's really a vibe of, like, appreciation for cinema. <laughs> that's different culture here than in Colorado. Yeah. 100%. I do like that. I like all the reactions. Yeah. Because it's never too much. But, like, nobody's ever talking in there. Like, just having the side conversation, really, like, on their phone, you know? Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, I remember when I, right when that came on, I was like, dude, I want to see this. I looked at you and I was like, I actually wanted to fucking see this movie. Like, yeah. Because, okay, and this is, now I got to get into it. Yeah. And, um,. Dude, I forgot his name now. Lakeith? No. Oh, the director? Yes. I have to look it up, bro. I have to look it up right now. It's gotta be... It's it's James something. Um. But, yeah, the Book of Clarence was a, a great... James Samuel. He's a producer. Okay. And so was... Uh, Sean Carter, Jay Z. Um, but oh, that's his name. Yeah. Oh. That's why he's like the f- second name that came up. I was like, dude, it's produced by Jay Z. And then I was like, wait, 
isn't that the same guy? And then the next time it came up, I was like, that is the same guy as The Harder They Fall, which is a movie I just watched the other day on my flight back from Colorado. Mm -hmm. And it's like about black cowboys. Yeah. And I was telling you the other day, which is so weird, unrelated to that, that like most cowboys were black. Yeah. And like, it's like kind of racist that like, in the 60s when they were making all these western films they like cast john wayne and stuff yeah because it was like dude white dudes were literally not cowboys like they were sheriffs yeah you know but anyways <laughs> um it's so then i see this movie the other day that's like a western and it was it came out in like 20 23 or something oh, really? 22 yeah like really recent and it's uh jonathan majors who just got canceled I don't know oh. if you saw that, but yeah, he got he got big canceled, bro, for sorry like raping a girl. Oh, yeah. sorry to her. Yeah, it's 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 a all around because then you know Marvel dropped him and like I don't know I haven't heard the, the whole story I don't really want to speak on it because that's a no pun intended touchy subject. But anyways, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Majors is really good in that movie, and so is <laughs> regardless of the, of the accusations. Look, they're accusations. It, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm telling you, I don't know the whole story, but like, I think it's a weird one. Anyways. <laughs> okay, we can't. We can't do this. Zazie Beats is in it. She's so fire. Yeah. From uh, Atlanta, Lakeith, and the other dude who's uh, like the co-star in the Book of Clarence. I forgot his name, but he plays Elijah. Yeah, and he has like a huge role in it. And so it's like all the same people. Yeah, I love when that happens. Yeah, that happens a lot because people, you, you work with them and you're like, we like working together. Yeah. We get each other and they like make all these movies together. Yeah. I wonder if that dude had a, a hand in Atlanta, now that I'm thinking about it. Because he always keeps... That young guy? No. Elijah? The, no, the producer. Oh, yeah. Jameis, yeah, you know? Maybe. maybe he was like a kind of guy that like Donald Glover worked with one time, and he was like, I like that guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think it's cool that he just like makes these films. Because I, I thought that a lot about the book of Clarence, which I don't want to spoil a lot, but like, you know... In Jerusalem at that time, a lot of people were black. Mm -hmm. And like nobody, yeah, like nobody depicts it like that. Yeah. Ever. I mean, Jesus is white as can be in photos. Yeah, like he got blue eyes. The fuck is he talking about, dude? Blonde with blue eyes. He's not European. Yeah. This ain't Rome. Yeah, that was kind of. Rome existed. Like, yeah, no, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But. It's tight that now he's, like, going back and he's like, no, it was more like this. Like, same with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And something I love about the Book of Clarence is it's not different from the Bible. It's like a little side story. It's like an expansion almost. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that that was Jesus. But what about this guy? (laughs) This guy, he... But he's this guy. He's making moves. 
He was moving around, dude. He's trying to do. He's trying to do his thing. But I don't know all the accuracies about the Bible, so like. I mean. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I saw a lot of people commenting on like a TikTok trailer. This is blasphemy, blah blah, blah. and I was like, okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I think it's a good movie. <laughs> I think you guys will like it a lot. Mom, you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I figured mom. Yeah. Mom <laughs> will be like, oh. <laughs> a couple of scenes. Yeah, She'll be like, oh. It's funny. She says, speaking of talking in movie theaters, <laughs> mom talked during Iron Claw when, like, one of the brothers died. She goes, Oh, cruddy. She'll say something loud in the theater. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cut it out. <laughs> I know. We know. And then in a comedy, she'll go, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good impression. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, uh. <laughs> You're like, yeah, they're joking. <laughs> You're like, it's a movie. Hey, it's exaggerated comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so funny though. For real? No, it's hilarious. And we always make fun of Bride for like. Oh yeah, being like, oh, that's he's like right. The, yeah, he's like the. Like he's like, dude. When the producers are making the show, they like want Brian. Yeah, they want him in the audience. Because Brian's like, oh, because oh. remember, I had forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I forgot. Like, I want to watch Attack with Brian one of these days. Yeah, we got to run it back Just with Brian. To see his reaction. All of us. I had forgotten. Dude, because honestly, when I put Brian on, he was like, it was, it was like really recently after he broke his back. That's why I think he was uh, like, oh, dude, I'm down. And like, he was stuck. Yeah. That's. But he was still like. It, he wasn't stuck, but he wasn't, like, able to do a lot of stuff. So he would, like, come through and, like, come to my house, and we'd just watch Attack on Titan, like, a ton oh, in a row. That's lit. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, that was kind of, like, during COVID, like, my mm-hmm. coworker was saying he, like, started watching, or he's, like, current on One Piece, and he's, like, I'm, like, when did you start watching? And he's, like... COVID, and I was like, oh, you were one of those, because I know there's a whole era of people who were like, all right, I gotta start one piece, I have no excuse now, and same with my ex, he started watching during COVID too, it's like that whole era where they were like, okay, okay, I got no excuse now, I'll start one piece, and then you really have the time to like binge it. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. So, same thing with Brian with Attack. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, so the Book of Clarence, Harder They Fall. Yeah, I have to say Slash because, yeah, I, and I'm not, I, I, I'm going to say this, yeah, because. Wait, you mean Slash as in like you're going to. The guitar player. S- oh. No, 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 just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Slash like slash, slash. both of them. Oh, okay. Because. You think they're the duo. You think they're a duo. Yeah. And the reason why is oh, yeah. there's an Easter egg in there that they say the same line. They say the same line in both movies, like word for word. And it is tight. 
Yeah. Like, it is so sick, dude. And I, I think it was because it was so recent. Like, it was like two days after I had landed back. Yeah, most people won't notice that. Yeah. Probably for a minute. Exactly. Like, but I had just watched it. And so, so what's the, what's the Easter egg? The line is, <laughs> the line is, oh, you must be the hero. There's always one. He he says there's always one great spirit. He says great spirit. Great spirit. Why is there always Why one? Why is there always one? Yeah, and it's like in a different context, but same line, which is really cool. Yeah, it's so tight, dude. It's a cool little thing to do if you're making movies. It's just fun to be able to do that and be like, I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna put the same line in there. And yeah, now, it's like, like this is mine. Yeah, so that's pretty sick. Yeah, I love little, like, trademarks like that. Yeah. And then we're going to do a viral clip of the week as well. But Maggie hasn't seen the Shannon Sharp interview. She hasn't seen any of the Cat Williams. Well, we're on a different thing. You're on conspiracy. No, no. She hasn't seen any of the Cat Williams. Yeah, because I'm not one of those people that listens to Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, Maggie. It's Cat Williams. Do you know who Cat Williams is? No, but also... But also, there's like two types of people. <clears throat> there's not two, there's more, but there is a type of person that like is a conspiracy theorist and listens to Joe Rogan and knows about... This and like, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm not like a Joe Roganist, but do you like Andrew Tate? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, are I, you are you serious? You like Andrew Tate? No, I don't like him, but I don't like hate him. Like. I, I understand the appeal and I understand the hatred. I just feel like neutral towards him. Like he's just oh, a guy no. on the internet. Oh. I feel that way about a lot of people. Yeah, like, I feel that way a lot about a lot of people. I don't know. Andrew Tate's pretty <clears throat> Why? Because he's misogynistic? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'll do it. <laughs> As a woman, that'll do it. <laughs> All you gotta do is Think you're superior to me in every way. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he says he's superior. I've never seen that. I I mean, honestly. Okay, well, you know what, guys? Let, we're going to not take this word for it. I'm going to send you some clips, and we'll be back next week. Andrew Tate aside, what's with the Cat Williams? <laughs> Cat Williams is spilling the tea on Shannon Sharp's podcast. That's what I'm saying, Maggie. Cat Williams is like a renowned comedian. Like for years and years, dude. Low-key, he's like Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart. He, he used to like... I mean, I don't really think Kevin Hart's like on top. Well then, dude, where the fuck do you live? He's Kevin Hart's not on top. As far as like comedy. He had a second, but that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, but nobody had that big of a second, dude. He had, like, four specials that were, like, platinum, bro. They they were really? fire. Yeah. Okay. Like. I didn't know he was that big of a deal. Dude, he's, like, like he one. He's, like, the most quotable comedian 
of our generation, bro. Yeah. It's you can fun. you can say you ever go night night to anybody and they're like they know exactly what you're talking about. You can be like it's about to go down and people know That's true. He, yeah. He's the most quotable. Who else can you do that about? He has jokes on jokes like that where everybody saw that special, bro. Like Yeah, we did. Think about it. But when you know when what? else was that? When else did that happen? Everyone saw Everyone saw... Okay, fine. Can you quote... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to say the Donald Glover one. But I don't know if everyone saw that. But yeah, a lot of people saw it. That's pretty good, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people came back to that stand-up after he made music for years. I'm not going to Yeah, lie. and it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we all just confirmed the fact that, like, Donald Glover is fucking talented. I, yeah, but, <laughs> but he's really... Yeah. But like, dude, Kevin Hart. That's one of Hart, my favorite stand-up specials ever. Me Donald too. Lovers. Me too. I actually really like that one. Um, but, dude, there's so many good stand-ups that like people don't want. That I watch. I watch a lot of stand-up. Like, I'm a stand-up nerd. I've seen all of, you know, Bill Burr's specials, John Mulaney's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Pete Davidson just had a new one come out. Yesterday. Really? I already started watching it. It's pretty funny. But wait, what? What are we talking about? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. And Cat Williams is like... Oh, I know him. He's just... Yeah, he's short. (laughs) He always, like, is a pimp. Illuminati. Yeah, dude. So what do you think about all that? Um, Do you think he's lying? I don't know. I think the Illuminati... I don't think he's lying at all. What's the Illuminati, and what are they going to do to us? He said P. Diddy tried to have sex with him. Yeah, that, I wouldn't believe that. Yeah, same. I mean, but, you know, I don't know P. Diddy. I don't know why he would air it out. What's he, what's he have to gain? Or yeah, yeah, what does he have to gain? gain? Yeah. Clout. Yeah, maybe he's trying to get relevant, so he's like, I'm going to... Just air out some shit because I'm sure that there's a lot of dirt on every, not every, but most celebs. That's what I'm saying, and he's been famous for a long time. Like he was really famous in like 2003. Yeah, so maybe he just wanted to get some real quick relevancy. Yeah, he was just like, hey, you know what? But no, nah, I mean, or I don't know. I kind of believe some of it. <laughs> I don't believe that ludicrous. Well. I actually do think that Ludacris is in the Illuminati, but I don't think he shaved his sideburns for it. That's silly. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of crazy, but <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Ludacris seems pretty cool. Like he was, he seems like he seems pretty he cool. Seems like, he's like a Family Guy. <laughs> I mean, he was in Fast and Furious, so he's you know he's all about family. <laughs> Family forever. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think he's in the Illuminati. But you know what? Speaking of cancel culture, I'm just so over it. Like, if you essayed someone, sexual assault. Right. Okay, well, uh, if you did that, then, like, that's different. But, like, I can't keep up with this cancel culture. 
Like, I just can't. I just don't give a fuck. What about homeboy who's like, this might get dicey. But what about the dude who's like in Stranger Things? Will Byers? Or yeah. What's, what did he do? What did that guy do? You don't know? No. I think I heard of it, but I forgot. I mean, he's like just basically like claiming Zionism. Oh. Yeah, that's a shame. But like, I, I suppose that's a shame. I suppose that's a shame. But like, I honestly, I just can't. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of bad people in the world, so I just try to watch TV and listen to music and just not think about who they are. Yeah, same. I don't want to. <laughs> to be honest. I know. Isn't that fucked up? No, be. because isn't that crazy? Because people are like, dude, why are you not saying... Like, there's so many celebrities that are like on the verge of getting canceled right now because people are like, why aren't you saying anything about this? Yeah. And it's like, dude... Because there's a price attached to everything they say. Yeah. And so they like, but like, imagine like getting angry at someone for like not saying anything. Like, just being like, and you, yeah. why aren't you speaking? Right. They're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, yeah. dude, fucking speak up. You're like, um, I don't have anything to say. Like, can I just fucking sit here? Yeah. They're like, no, motherfucker. You're supposed to say something. If you say it. If you say it, say it. And I just feel like that's crazy. Like, that idea alone is just like, dude, why are you so yeah. worried about what they're going to say? Think, well, it's because they have a platform and, like, I it's, know, it's like, their, it's their, you have a responsibility. You, you have know, a responsibility. We all know the Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. That's so the catchphrase like, of old Uncle Ben. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> and it's true. Like, you have a platform, and it's like, no, you don't have to use it, but it it's the right thing to do if you are morally sound. You should feel compelled to say or do something. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, like, you know. So, free Palestine. Oh, God. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, though. Yeah. <laughs> Free Gaza, and that's bro. The tea. Um, Anyways. Dude, my Uber from... Really quick, really quick. And then we'll get the, get the fuck out of here. But my Uber picking me up from Christmas. We saw these protesters. And it was like, Free Palestine. And he was like, this is crazy. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. And then he was like, so... What's your take on the whole thing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, are we about to do this right now? And we ended up getting in this whole convo about it. But luckily we had like the same opinions. But I was like, that's crazy. I would never pick someone up and be like, so let's get into it, you know? Yeah. But good for him. That's true. Maybe it's conversations that need to be had. But Yeah, I feel like it's true. It should be talked about more. Because I do feel like, well, that's the thing is like, hmm. I don't know. Based on the facts we know, like, it's pretty crazy to take another side. Yeah. That's why I feel like it's crazy with the Stranger Things kid. I'm like, but dude, like, now? He's weird. Yeah, like, it's like, dude, it's one thing to be proud of your heritage. I'm proud to be Korean. Mm-hmm. But Grandma's from North Korea. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't have to take pride in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, they're, like, fucked up. You can just do the right thing. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Honorable mention. Honorable mention, Maggie. Um, we're watching that uh, docu-series about... It's not a docu-series. Oh, oh, it's a reenactment. Yeah. Based on... About real, Gypsy Rose. About Gypsy Rose. And... It's fucking good. So good. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna study up some more about Gypsy. Yeah, but that's some that's some pretty yeah, congrats, pretty hot tea. Yeah, and congrats to Gypsy for getting released. Yeah, that's cool. I'm Team Gyp Gyp. There's it's, no there's no other team. Uh yeah right. Okay. Right. All I'm right. like, whose would you be, Team Mom Mom or? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, dude, be careful. Yeah. But also, dude, one more shameless <laughs> oh plug. Shameless plug. I got oh, my yeah, merch yeah. on right now. Woo, uh, cop the merch. merch. Repthebackpack.com. Yeah, rep the Um, link in bio. Um, and I have a song coming out called "Time T- Keep Ticking." Thank you guys for tuning in to the Sunday Night Now Pod. Thank you. Till next week. Be easy. Peace out. Yeah. We are. Uh, uh, brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs>